I found uh, an old box of nerds earlier that I was eating. How so old? I was eating some nerds it, to give me something. Can I hazard a I guess? I don't know if I've ever seen nerds that have been like, these are old. <laughs> well, it was a big box. It was like a big box. And you just like remember a, that you bought it a while ago. Well, no, I mean, it was. I, I found it in my, like. In, I was recently at my, my my parents' house where I recently moved and from, you would put some and I was going through some of my like old stuff in like, the attic. I think I'm gonna want yeah. these later. Right, it was a like lot nerds, later. a bunch of uh, forever stamps. <laughs> right. They're fr- uh, exactly. You're cor- exactly correct. <laughs> the coin collection. <laughs> here are the. Here is some some tea, and here are the stamps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they had for real stamps. <laughs> Um, from uh, I think the last time I lived away from home, which was 2016. He also put them back in a box that he locked with a key. <laughs> so I guess stamps with that, are valuable, man. <laughs> welcome to Can I Kick It? Uh-huh. This is I guess yeah I guess I'll say a podcast <laughs> yeah. about film festivals, the Midnight Madness edition. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Colin Ashley. I'm Jesse Catherine Weber. Right. I'm a very grumpy to be awake at this hour, Andy Gramuga. I'm Amelie Boobia. Hey, there we go. Now, you might be he- hearing that and thinking, whoa, 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 new fourth host. But no, this is a bit of a joke to commemorate the, the final for real. Sort of like a horror franchise. Mm. This is... Uh, yeah. Oh, the, no. It's more know, final than a horror franchise's version of this. This yeah. is like, uh, it's like Month, the final chapter. <laughs> Just like the McRib is doing the farewell tour. Nope. We're more, we're more final than that also. No, no, no. <laughs> in, in two years when we uh, don't have any episode for October and I go, well, we can re- return. We'll call we will it like... never be hurting for episodes in October. It is we'll our be, You know, we can period. give it some sort of minimalistic uh, reboot yeah, name. Yeah, it will just be Spooktacular. That will be the name of the episode. <laughs> Spooktacular yeah, 2024. It'll, 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 it'll ignore yeah. the other two ones. And it'll, we'll just only call back to the S2 first one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, it is the Spooktacular. Every year we sneak in a little spooky month despite Andy's best wishes. Um, and to- I wouldn't describe it as best. Sure. Um, to, uh, I guess, whatever the opposite of breaking a bottle on a boat is, uh, to tie the, tie the, uh, lock the box, tie it all up, <laughs> close the, the book on Spooky Month. Throw it to the bottom We're of the honoring. Seat. Maybe I'm done talking this week. Maybe Cullen just has to talk for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah, this is like, uh, uh, doing Emilio's monologue episode, but with a live audience. Uh, uh, honoring one of the horror masters, Dario Argento, who has a new movie this year, Dark Glasses, which played in... Berlin and the Berlin House Special uh, Selection. Mm-hmm. And then, going back to 1987, 1989 when it played, uh, his film Opera, which was at TIFF Midnight Madness, 
way back in 1989. The year of my birth. That's great. Whoa! <laughs> yes, I guess I would have been... Were you there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I guess it would have happened before you were born. Right, I was... I was three months... Three months from being out of utero. I was still in mm-hmm. utero. Maybe this year... Uh, for the tacular, we we cover we we do some sort of tribute to Andy's birth. Yeah, I was gonna say we do the Andy tacular. We'll watch Matilda. <laughs> oh my Can god! I, this has <laughs> nothing to do. This has nothing to do with the topic at hand. But I have been having this like curse thought recently. I'm just like uh-huh. I've been thinking of the movies we've given the palm to Ollie to, and it was like mm-hmm. so we started with Dark Waters, which is kind of a Emilio favorite, and then we went to. Uh, Let them, Let all, them talk. all talk, which is a Cullen favorite, and then we went to Annette, which was a is a Jesse favorite, and it's sort of uh, Andy might be the, the Andy. I, the yeah, cards. I wonder if this here. I mean, I I think I've said this to some of you. I feel like I know what is going to win, but we'll see. Ooh, I fear, uh, you know... You have said this before, and then, like, it didn't even come up in the conversation, I feel like. You were like, first cow is definitely going to win, and then we didn't even want to give it anything. Did I say that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, it probably should have, but what can you do? Um, But anyways... (laughs) Yeah, well, no, I was going to say, what's everyone else's experience with Dario Argento before uh, today? Because I saw Suspiria in a theater before the new one came out. Uh, they, right. they, I think the 4K restoration was pretty new at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was probably the first time AFI had it. Uh, and that... Excuse me. That movie's great. I love that movie. Uh, set very high expectations for the Guadagnino version that it uh, did not meet. Uh, but yeah, it's just there's very, and some of this comes through in these two that we're talking about today. But that movie is just like very, uh, it feels like he's very in touch with the process of spookiness in that movie, which is very exciting to me. So that was my experience until today. Uh, yeah, mine was watching Suspiria mm-hmm. on Tubi or what it's like on. I think that's the only streaming service it's like been on. Really? Uh, yes. That's or interesting. Maybe it, was on it, was I... on, it was on like it was on like a weird niche streaming service only. Uh-huh. How did um, it look? Because the 4K restoration looks incredible, but this version of the opera that was on Tubi was not an exceptional sure. print. I watched opera on movies, so I don't know how that compares uh-huh. with opera on Tubi. Um, I watch but, uh, opera on it... voodoo. Just a <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> um, With ads, to voodoo, be clear. was it voodoo? Yeah, voodoo? yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I don't remember. I mean, I remember like it was the same thing with Suspiria as opera, where it's like very clearly everything is dubbed. And so that was sort of my overall takeaway of the tech of it. I wasn't like super blown away by the the the, the quality of the print, I guess. But it was several years ago, so maybe it, maybe it was better than I remember it being. Oh, Suspiria, you're saying? Yes, Suspiria. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Amelia? I only know Dario Argento through reputation. My only familiar familiarity with his cinematography, with like his work in movies, is him being the lead of the worst movie of 2021. That's true, of course. Sure. Vortex, a bad. He's in Vortex, which he is okay in, I guess. Right. I guess I should say I didn't say what I thought about Suspiria, which is like I thought it was good. I like the Guadagnino about the same, uh, I think, which is, like, I liked both of them. Uh, and that was basically my thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Colin? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my experience uh, starts with opera, which I watched uh, in 2020. Uh, a very high quality, the Arrow Blu-ray is the version mm-hmm. that I watched mm-hmm. that was put out. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like at the time when I watched it, I... Uh, was talking with people about it through like a film club thing and um everyone there's a few people who watched it on like amazon prime i think it was there at the time and they're like yeah the quality was like not great i was like the version i saw was like gorgeous yeah Um, based on what i saw i was like i can imagine that there is a version of this that looks more like the suspiria print that i saw sure 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 Uh, and it didn't look bad and there were moments where i could tell that he was doing visually exciting stuff but it was Mm -hmm. like it was like noticeably not as good as the version of suspiria that i saw like even though that was years ago now i guess yeah, and then I saw um, around the same time I watched uh, a few of his others, like Deep Red, mm-hmm. um, and like Inferno. I'm trying to remember exactly which ones I watched. Uh, Tenebre I watched, um, and then like I I watched Suspiria also, and I remember watching Suspiria and thinking that it was solid, but not really loving it, and feeling that way about most of it is his other movies um basically except for opera and dark glasses which i will get into dark glasses obviously um but uh yeah i mean it's uh i feel like i think we talked a little bit about uh giallo when we talked about peter strickland last year because Mm -hmm. uh burby and sound studio is such like a Mm -hmm. homage to that but i mean that is where Argento like made his name as sort of one of the uh, preeminent mm-hmm. makers of Giallo horror, and some, um, some would say the only one. If you're Darren Aronofsky, sure. <laughs> yeah, t- exactly. <laughs> and um, there's also uh, he, um, yeah, that's just where he, you know, made his bones in Italian mm-hmm. horror with like Bird with the Crystal Plumage and right. movies like that, Cat of Nine Tails. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, should we just get into opera? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess, yeah, it is like... I guess we'll, we can talk about it through opera, but like, yeah, his his early film style, right, is in my understanding, having seen these three films now, is his early film style were all these style where he like... He filmed it without capturing sound on the set... And then he and everyone, I believe, also the other thing is like everyone just speaks their own language, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so he hires like an international cast and everyone just speaks whatever language just comes naturally to them. Uh, and he, like they don't worry about it making sense on the set. And then they just uh, dub it in every language that where it's getting distribution or something or, or, or so something along those lines. 
um, uh, and add, like obviously add the sound effects and stuff also. So it's like an yeah. interesting. It's an interesting process for sure for for making a film. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean the um, definitely the first part of Lafleur. I think Eunice is doing that in a way that's like very intentionally uh, taking on the quality of a B movie. Uh, so you know, yeah. I think it's like an American that that section is like taking on like kind of a more monster movie kind of thing uh so i don't again i'm not the person to talk about horror which is why this is the last spectacular but i think it's a just kind of standard horror thing yeah um i think you find it a lot in horror you find it like you're saying a lot in just um genre b movie yeah. yeah exactly um, right it's like it's a cheap it's a cheap, a, it's a money yeah, a cheap yeah. option yeah. Um, <laughs> i do think it i mean it really adds to the aesthetic and like the charm of this movie and why i love it so much um it's part of all of the sort of uh vhs stare like tape deck stereo thing that uh is all sort of a cohesive vibe for me uh, very quickly, though, I'll just say that opera is a movie about an opera singer who starts performing in a version of Verdi's Macbeth. It is after... the Phantom of the Opera. Is the, sure, is, the, is it really? I have not. I is the I've setup seen... of of opera? Yes. Yeah. I sure, mean, it, okay. <laughs> yeah, Phantom of the uh, Opera does not follow along really, well, sure, sure, but sure, like sure. the the premise is the same. There, I guess yeah. I've only I've only seen uh, Phantom of the Paradise, so I sure. Didn't really put it together. But yeah, and then um, she like takes over after uh, there's like a car accident with the an initial singer. And a then, mysterious um, car accident. Yeah, a bunch of killings start happen, uh, happening in and around the character yeah, and pretty uh, not quickly, the character, in and around the... Yeah, pretty quickly the guy starts putting the pins on her eyes and being like, you gotta oh. watch me uh, kill these people. It's really gross. It's so gnarly. I don't but it, like I'm it. very... Uh, I'm so curious what you thought, Andy. You hated it, or? Uh, no, I didn't hate it. I mean, especially, like, I wished it were just more of a straight-up backstage drama. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot in the beginning. There's a lot of good stagecraft <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, because, like, uh, that's... When they're, like, going like, through all the technicals of, like, that scar's supposed to be on the other side, and they got the huge digital right. clock up. The, you have the director with this, like, really terrible-looking pr- production of Macbeth that's, like, mm-hmm. got a giant skull just superimposed over Yeah, all over the sort it, of and, um, like, projection that's um, happening is really funny. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like yeah, it's it's funny that, like, that's, like, what's happening. And, like, they, they, it's part of the text, too, that he's, like, really, like, out there and people are, like, don't like the production at all that he, like... <laughs> Is condescending to the material and stuff, which I think is, like, a fun character detail. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it just, it devolves into bloody grossness, and I <laughs> is basically what happens in, in these sorts of things. Um, I'm like, okay, great, you killed someone, good for you, like... I wouldn't say the oh. bloody grossness is what necessarily feels like... A devolution to me. It does feel like I. I think both of these movies kind of feel like they just like run out of steam towards the end, uh, and they're both like sort of. I mean, I like. I guess they're both sort of slashery, um, 
And a, I, a slasher is a different thing from a mystery movie and maybe doesn't necessarily have to have an interesting mystery, but, like, sure. these movies... <laughs> I guess. Right, these movies both, like, feel like they are gesturing at there being some sort of mystery. Right. They have and reveals. Then, and yeah. then have a not-satisfying... Uh, conclusion to that i mean like uh in opera like the guy who the moment i saw him i was like that guy seems like bad news turned out to be bad news uh whereas uh, dark glasses then it's like the opposite where they like show who the killer is and i'm like who what yeah, wow, really? I when I watched Dark Glasses, I was like, "Oh, obviously this guy's going to be the killer." No, like the second he, didn't he showed up, register. I mean, maybe he should have, but he like didn't register for me right. at all. And then it, I've, right? It it's sort of it's like it's like, both too obvious and a little too forgettable. It took the like, like visual time. flashback for me. I mean, part of this is that I did accidentally watch exactly half of Dark Glasses and then all of opera and then the other half of dark glasses that's very so funny. i did i suppose there had been some space in between his introduction and his return sure. uh but yeah, yeah no i i truly i was it there were some gears that had to turn for me to be like oh right that guy he yeah i guess he did seem like bad news too yeah it's i when i was watching it because I, I watched it again. This is the third time I've seen opera, uh, and in three years I, I've watched it every uh, around you know Halloween every year since 2020. Um, and I I can't really remember the first time I watched it if I was like my feelings on whether or not it was surprising who the killer ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I, I this time I was like, oh, I wonder because after watching Dark Glasses, um, I was like. It's it's so like obviously telegraphed in Dark Glasses to me that I was like I wonder if it's the same thing in opera and I guess it is in a way. I mean it um, it kind of tries to misdirect you by being like no yeah, no I think this it's guy's the, the mystery top, there is and then yeah and right. then it's not uh, I, and that it's it's less ultimately the problem is more just that like his explanation of why he's killing people is like what i i vaguely remember hearing about he, right. the mother but that he, he does... had a mother who was a singer but he he really kind of rushes through his justification and it i can't sure. say it really lands for me sure. uh and and yeah. you know it is like at that point there have sort of been like 15 20 minutes or i'm like okay what are we up to let's wrap things up and then it does wrap them up but i there are like lots of interesting like very cool visual things like I, the uh the scene where their her agent comes to meet her in the apartment mm-hmm. and they're like is the guy who's in here with us the bad guy or the guy who's downstairs yeah. the bad guy that's cool. Uh, there's the like weird uh, heartbeat zoom. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. There's just like not enough of that for it to have quite held my attention. Sure. Yeah. I will say on the killer, he basically does in in uh, opera. He comes across as the dumbest person alive. Like it both like <laughs> as a police officer, he seems like very dumb and incompetent. And then when he is the kill, like 
the way she like tricks him at the end, it's like he seems very dumb. Sure, to I me. mean, like that he falls for that instantly. I guess so. I mean, uh, I think it's a bit the supernatural. He, I, I, I think the I I feel like what it's getting at is that the reason that he falls for it is that it's not clear how much of an act it is and how much of it is just mm-hmm. she wants uh, to believe that it's an act once. Uh, he's been caught. Uh, so, like, that's interesting. I did, I mean, I kind of appreciate it, like, when I, uh, when it seems like he's dead, I did get a little annoyed of, like, did we really have to do a bit where, like, she had to be saved? So it was, uh, a mild improvement that it did end with her getting herself out of the situation, I guess. What did you think, Emilio? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really liked it. Uh, I just thought it was cool. I guess I don't know what to say. All the camera <laughs> stuff really worked for me. Like, yeah, every time, it, like the camera. I don't know, like the way it makes the camera move. Where at the beginning you think it's just like a normal camera move, and then you realize it's a point of view, and then you're yeah. like, "Wait, is this a point of view, or am I just being worked here?" It's just like among the neatest tricks I've ever seen somebody use in a movie, and it uses it like enough and well enough for me to be like yeah i really enjoyed everything it's doing i do i guess like i guess the only reason why i'm not like in love with the movie is like the same reason i just think it like sort of loses steam at the end i do agree with that where it's just like i think it has it's like clearly i think this is sort of a thing with a lot of horror movies and B movies that I think that seems to me like you are, you have to get on board with where it's just like they have more ideas for scares and just for like scary scenarios than they do to like then like mm-hmm. real ideas of how to put that together into like a narrative uh-huh. really. But sure, and I do individually I, everything that is... I, of them. I really enjoy them. I think they're mm-hmm. all very well made and exciting. So I just like, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, and I think that maybe is kind of why like horror probably is the genre where I'm least likely to give it the leeway of like, well, there's interesting visual ideas here, so I don't really care if there's anything else. I think with horror even just having the kind of whatever standard everything else is least likely to carry visual ideas for me which is just you know when it's great i still think it's great but when i am not 100 percent locked in i zone out more than i would in other genres Sure, yeah. Yeah. There was just so there were just so many things he was doing with the camera and that would just like yeah. it, it did make me think about how like thin the line between the camera movement being sinister and impassive is and just it it made me think like what sort of techniques and what sort of moves can shift one thing from the other. And I think that is a sort of like interesting thematic layer to the movie i guess that mm. it probably works better than like anything within the narrative i guess but uh i don't know i liked it it's like sure. it's it just yeah, like i, I mean, enjoy i think all, most of the scenes are good that is like what i can mm-hmm. say yeah the um 
the POV stuff at the beginning, like starting in the Raven's Eye is so mm, cool. Yeah. And, like the first time I watched it, I was sort of just like, uh, like bewildered and like bedazzled by all the sort of, mm-hmm. it's very like, it's just like, I mean, I was saying just like very cool, stylish movements. I think, uh, everything he does with his like zooms and the POV shots, uh-huh. uh, when there's like the needles itself taped under the lens cool. and he's like dangling the, uh, the, um, the bracelet in front of her, uh, is so cool. Um, there's also like when they're in, when the uh, the, the the costume designer, uh, that scene when they're in her shop, uh, and it sort of like pulls away from her, and it's just this really long, like dragging out from her is so cool, um, and he does like he does a lot of stuff like that. Like the people also is just such a great like uh, idea oh, yeah. for just a mm-hmm. shot where it's mm-hmm. like seeing the distortion of like the person sort of warped in the hole and like when the guy is flashing the light in her eyes um but then also like this is a bit of a take that i'm stealing (laughs) from someone else who like agreed with me about liking the movie um and synthesized a thing that i like arrived at but then also just made a lot of sense and like every subsequent time i've watched it I think about it more and more. And then also, uh, having recently watched Eyes Wide Shut, thinking about how this movie just operates as a nightmare, where it's like, uh, or like a recurring nightmare, where it's mm. the, the narrative looseness of not really tying these cool scenes together uh-huh. works for me, where it's just like, yeah, I... And even in the movie, they acknowledge like her sort of dreams of the, you know, hooded figure... Uh, her memory of watch like walking in on her mom, seeing one of the kills happen, uh, and then just like the cyclical like, I'm going to kill this person in front of you and like force you to watch by holding your eyes open with needles, and then the, I yeah. think there's a bit of fun uh, to be had with how sort of normal everyone is acting around it, where like the director is just like. Uh-huh. Yeah, we gotta do this. We gotta get here. Like, and yeah, he's like, "Run, get out of here!" Like at the end, yeah. um, right? When they're when they're like, "Oh, by the way, a, a, a an usher died or whatever." I yeah, was like, this is a little too like this would well, be yeah, a big they, deal they, to the they people get who work like, there. The usher, like, her boyfriend, <laughs> no. and the funny uh, Andy, like Andy the third just, person kill. Andy's just concerned that he will be murdered at his theater. Sure. And this is the level of reaction that people will have. Right. They will pause the performance momentarily for the technical the f- issues, not for my loss. The of funniest thing is when they do the crazy thing with the raven bird cage just like crashing through the thing and then everybody in the crowd <laughs> uh-huh. is just like, Is this is this the show? Like what's hap-? like everybody's yeah. just like being uh-huh. like, What's happening here? Like this is crazy. Um Yeah, yeah and I mean it it, it it like obviously it's operating with the classic nightmare thing of you see, you're you seeing something horrible happening, and you can't react. Like you can't do yeah. anything about it. You're, you're just like sleep paralysis, <laughs> demon type being. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, um, he's definitely like playing with this sort of uh, meta fiction. Like he does, he does the like this would never happen in a movie bit in dialogue. I think twice, which, like, I already yeah. rolled my eyes the first time, and then the That's second so time fun. I was like, what, what are you up, what are you doing here? Uh, um, but, you know. Yeah, there's some and fun to there's, be had. 
it, I guess it, another yeah. reaction to it was me being like, well, I've never seen a Giallo movie. I've never, like, much like uh, the rest of uh, this podcast, except for Colin. I'm not, I don't really watch a lot of horror movies, except I don't really have any, like, anything against them. I just, like, rarely get around to them because of one reason or another. It, so I was like, am I going to like this? Is Jalo going to be my vibe? And then I was just like, just like five seconds into the movie. I was just like, yeah, I like the Palma. I guess I, I like this sort of thing. Like, it is the Palma. Like, I like sure. body double. Yeah. So like, yeah. Obviously, I can't. Like, this is just like operating on that same level. Yeah. There's um some of the things that like are just like, I think, great ideas where it's just so obvious. But like the scene where the detective <laughs> comes to her house. And she's like, yeah, I just put these eye drops and I can't really see. Uh-huh. And then it's like, we don't know who this guy is or if it's uh-huh. the real guy. It's just such a cool idea to me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all the kills, I think, are really strong. Like, the coat hook murder of the Usher at the beginning is, like, mm-hmm. just... And they're all so, like, visceral. Um, truly, when the boyfriend gets stabbed through the bottom of the chin, it looks so real i was like they killed this guy they just <laughs> stuck a knife through the bottom of his face um and then like the the seams just run it really is like so painful to watch when he's rubbing the scissors against her teeth oh. trying to get inside her mouth because uh-huh. she swallowed the fucking bracelet yeah it's, it's so good. crazy yeah okay. i mean this is the th- it's like obviously it is a hard pill to swallow if you don't if, if you aren't into that Thing. Yeah, like, I mean, I watching think watching the murders right. are so. I had brutal. fun with some of them. Uh, the kills are a lot better in this one than in Dark Glasses, I think. Sure. <laughs> yeah. With the um, exception of the last one in Dark Glasses, it's good. Uh, but then also, just like on the i the the topic of the sort of good ideas, I truly the taping of the needles to the bottom of the eyelids. I it's hate it. it's. So I crazy to look at because they're just doing it for works. real. Um, yeah. I, I imagine they just did it for real, got all the shots they needed, and took it off. Because like, oh. I don't see how they. F- oh, I mean, fake I think it, they. But, uh, I could see that they were like angling it in a way where it sure they angle actually, it and like yeah. dulled needles, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, there is a realism to it that is like. Yeah, it's just it's the like fact a very that she always has like one drop of blood on her eyelid. Little, yeah, uh-huh. from it, it's like scraping so the top. Like, it's oh. just. Right. Yeah. Like, but what if she sneezes? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so like in uh, Get Him to the Creek when he sneezes with his eyes open. You don't think the maniac was putting enough care into worst case scenario? <laughs> no, he wasn't thinking through. Like the, you're right. Yeah, he was not accounting for the the variables. Those were some dusty ass theater spaces too. Like, <laughs> also, the first time she like gets free or whatever, she takes her mouth tape off before she takes off the eye well, yeah I, I was, i'm like why I was why like, are you going there first like, right now? she's a finger it's her money maker yeah i'd be like so scared to try and take it off though like no i'd be lit, like so now, i'm getting scraped up away. easy <laughs> you know what no um, you're right i would i would be very i bet that in the process of taking off i would like go too slowly and fuck it up and yeah, but uh, but even the opposite. If I was like, you know, I'm finally free after witnessing this person get killed in front of me, I would be like nervous that I'd be moving too frantically mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. push it against my yeah. eye in the wrong. I think way right. I think you got to go like under and then push out. Is like the oh, yeah, you got to go like yeah, that's push like just in pop through this in through the side in under and then push side. forward. But see, I like and I then, uh... luckily have good vision 
uh, but I, I don't think I could put on a contact. <laughs> I, I, I feel sure. like I would be... Uh, yes, I have never. Oh worn no, contacts. I wouldn't wear contact lenses. That'd be it. That feels fucked up. Uh, uh, but I, but yeah, I mean, you know, up. I can Honestly, I can handle eye drops fire or whatever. Like I like I, you know. I haven't had to do eye drops in a while. When I was a kid, I couldn't. I it was a big problem when I would get pink eye. Mm. Uh, yeah, eye drops are hard because I feel like anytime. You're supposed to squirt like multiple drops on. Anytime the first one hits my eyes, my eyes just close. Yeah, and I can't like prop it open enough. I, we, I, what we ended up figuring out is I could kind of do the like thing that you do where you're like when you're trying to roll Rolling your eye. eyes back into your head. Yeah. If I did that, that, I they could get uh, it in, and I guess it. I worked. have a little, I have a little cousin who has to put a cream on his eye <laughs> like his eyeball it's like a salve or whatever uh really crazy Can so he touches his eyeball multiple times a day or yeah. Um, yeah i mean I, uh, I have multiple family members who have had macular degeneration which uh has a bad treatment involving the eye sure. yeah um can i kick it get lasik I mean, 2022 <laughs> I uh, just I do love the music in the movie. I love all the opera, all the Verdi. Um, opera still just then, like uh, I don't get it. I can't tell. I can never yeah. tell if anyone's being good. Like when they're like, she's great. I, yeah, like, right. Sounds like opera to me. She sounds <laughs> yeah. She sounds pretty normal. <laughs> but I feel like we. I guess she people... is indeed a little young for for how she sounds. <laughs> I feel like as people who only experience opera through. Movies and like, uh, when it's on the radio. If, if we're like, yeah, there's no the station other than the station playing opera. I guess we're gonna listen yeah. to the opera. I feel like we've never heard like amateur opera singers. Like, <laughs> I feel like you could hear someone sing opera poorly or like even adequately, and it would sound worse than like the great. You Maybe. know, I mean, she, I mean, sure, she sounds like, like a professional like, opera singer. She doesn't sound yeah. Like, like yeah. Yeah, like right. I feel like the, I I think when I'm when I say like I can't tell if there's good or bad app, I feel like I'm only talking about professionals. Like obviously, if like if I listen to somebody training to be an opera singer, I could probably be like that they're bad at this. Sure, but, but I feel like, like you can, anybody. Right. Sure I think it gets like you whatever ha- the regional theater version of opera is, where it's like these people are, I they make their living doing opera, but they're yeah. not like great. I can see how maybe I, you would be able to tell the difference. Right, that's a little reductive that. towards the regional theater movement, also. But hey, anyway, okay, well, well, <laughs> I, I've seen good regional theater productions. I'm just saying, you know, so um, maybe they're there because they want to be in a more interesting city than one of the big ones. But maybe they're there because uh, they're not good enough to a city with character. <laughs> right. Um, also, I will. I like. I think. I think you get. You learn a lot about like how people are breathing and like when people are like scooping their vo- their vowels and st- like when or when people are like trilling a little too much. Like there's like a lot of like fine details that you can train your ear to hear. Yeah. Is my understanding. Um, other thing that I just like very dumb thing from my part is just like I have a very hard time telling apart crows from ravens. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> 
I just always have like, is this a crow or a raven? And then I'm like, I guess this look, this is big enough to be a raven because yeah, the ravens like, are like big. Yeah, well, it's if you if it's if you like went outside and saw a blackbird and were like, oh, that's a big bird, it would be a raven. If you were like, that's normal size, it's probably a crow. I don't know if I've ever seen a raven in. Person. I don't know that I, I have either, I but I assume either. if I saw a raven in person, I'd be like, "That's bigger than most birds that I see just kind of walking around." Like not as big as a hawk or an eagle, certainly, but right, yeah, bigger than just a regular bird. Right. Yeah. Maybe we should all get into birding. Maybe that should be a thing that like we Jonathan all do. Like Jonathan Branson? <laughs> yeah. No, 20... just like normal people. 2023. <laughs> the show? Or the book? <laughs> I love that. I love that with birding, it's not like pictures or anything. It's just like, I have seen that check, like well, checking off a box. We, we talked about this. There's yes. a short film that played TIFF this year oh, that involves uh, bird calls and uh, right. bird yeah. watching uh, and a, a game about uh recognizing bird calls listen yeah. uh come back in october 2023 where we'll have our big <laughs> birding episode instead of yeah. a spectacular <laughs> yeah we'll uh, squawk share, we'll share uh, all that we've learned over the year with you sure um, we should set up a year-long project uh, and pay it off <laughs> at some point next year. Yeah, but, but not yeah. this one. Not we don't want to do the birds. Not birds. Not birds. <laughs> we'll figure it out off air. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, are the birds? I've never I... seen the birds. But is the birds in the birds crows or are they other birds? I think they're like pigeons, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, they're like pigeons, all birds, but mostly I mean, like I guess they're, they're mostly birds, like just like the, like the common birds that are like around. Pigeon. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's pigeons, then that movie's not scary. I can fight a pigeon. But a bunch. Yeah. Well, you can't fight a all the pigeons. I can fight all the pigeons. Sound impressive. All the pigeons against you. I'm taking all. Give me one umbrella, and I'll fight all the pigeons. How big's the umbrella? <laughs> it looks like it's just all of the birds. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm all looking. Of the birds there's a scene in sure. the birds where a I, big eagle attacks somebody. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah like, I'm looking sure, I could not fight an eagle. I'll have that. Around. I'm looking through <laughs> the plot summary, and there's a lot of bird names in blue scrolling through this plot. There's that's gulls, really funny. Sparrows. Oh, sure. Crows Ooh. do get involved. <laughs> gulls is. What about funny. a hummingbird? Really, they're quick. <laughs> I could fight a hummingbird. A could you percent. fight a seagull? How many seagulls could you? Seagulls are fucked up. Seagulls are big. I, I, like the weird thing is I've like really never seen that many seagulls here in Puerto Rico, even though I live near the beach. And then I saw one at Cannes, and I was like, "That's a big ass bird." <laughs> Uh, that was a guy selling NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, and they all get right up to people, too. They want your phone. Oh, yeah. Right? They, yeah they, they don't give a shit. Andy has <laughs> a big, like, get out of here to a bird guy. 
<laughs> we had a that's situation right. with pigeons that's at right. TIFF. That's right. At TIFF, we, there was a bird who was like really into and our breakfast. And he was breakfast. like, I'm not giving you anything. <laughs> having a conversation. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was, yeah. I was being aggressive with the bird like it was a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make some noise to like get it to well, move yeah, but I mean, but, like, I was just like, hey, 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 get away. <laughs> and, uh, and Andy was like, come on. <laughs> like, uh, don't be this way. Right. I mean, yeah, um, I talk to, like, dogs and cats the same way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I'll do the that's opposite. So where I though. feel like I'll, like, see a pigeon who's not bothering and me be like, oh, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I only get mad at this guy because he was mean to me the other day. <laughs> when I was talking to him the other day, this pigeon sort of gave me the cold shoulder, the big This bird was like landing on our table as yeah, we I mean, were it eating was breakfast. Sure. It was being really aggressive. He was asking to ride the bus. He wanted a puppy. Yeah. yeah. The bird was like, I'm not. I'm just gonna give it to you straight. I'm looking to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the movie was, uh, I think, pretty well received at the time. People sort of regard it as one of Argento's last masterpieces. He sort of mm-hmm. had a fallow period in between mm-hmm. this and, I guess, I mean, Dark Glasses is being mildly received, but there's certainly a lot of yeah, more like, positivity for yeah. it than Dracula 3D, which was his like, right. most recent film previously in the early 2010s, and it was like a big flop, uh, uh-huh. critically. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. I definitely, even starting at Berlin, and I think a little more since then, have seen a minority but a sizable number of people be like, oh, this isn't, like, peak Argento, but it does feel like he's back to some extent. How old is he? Uh, he's, he's like not young. He looks pretty old in uh, Vortex. You're not surprised when he kicks the bucket. I guess that's the point of the movie, but... Um, he's eighty-two. Yeah, eighty-two. So wow, he was like seventy-nine when he was making vortex, probably. Um, but yeah, dark glasses. Yeah, played at Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Berlin Al special, which uh, when I was looking, at the other movies that were there were Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, and uh, the outfit of the two. That notables that I was like that's funny mm-hmm. that these are also here mm-hmm. um, oh the outfit what a movie and uh, it's about a sex worker who is getting chased by a serial killer who's been killing other sex workers right. uh, and gets in a car accident where she uh, gets a hemorrhage uh, from being struck in the back of the head and it right. causes her to go blind and she also kills one person hits a car with a family in it kills one person puts the other person in a uh in a coma and then there's a surviving child it was a chinese family uh like eight years old yeah in italy and then um she sort of starts hanging out with this kid and uh yeah learning how to be blind and uh ends up having a few more encounters with the killer to go Wendy Williams mode. Um, Interesting. And, uh, 
Right. This is a, I, I don't know if you all know, there's a classic Wendy Williams bit where she kept talking about someone called the killer and uh, was be like deadly serious about the killer. It's uh-huh. a great uh, compilation video. Who, who was the killer? I, I don't think it ever got resolved. It was uh, just like the idea of like a ghost or like a, like a, a, a monster. She would just call it the killer. Uh, were they like... Um, <laughs> I can't. We can't. So she was like attributing <laughs> random deaths to like the killer, or no? She would be like, I can't do I this because I'm afraid actually, of the killer. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I only know of it very curse, like a very cursory sure. knowledge of it. Uh huh. Um, um, um. Also, this movie starts with a total eclipse of the sun, which is yes, right. yes. And like she looks at it too closely, and it hurts she, her eyes. Yeah, she sort of burns her eyes a little bit at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it hurts a little bit. They, I feel like that. I, I. The, but then it's just dropped when she has a car accident. Sure, and also, yeah, I mean, like, it's just a little given, bit of a tease. Given the warnings that they give you about looking at the sun during eclipse, I feel like she got at, to that point in the movie had gotten off easy. Ultimately, I mean, yeah, Trump did it. He was okay. Mm. Was he? <laughs> what if it was real that he blinded himself that day? <laughs> He's been blinded. <laughs> He's just been keeping up appearances. FDR style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I, yeah, I yeah. really liked Dark Glasses. I think it is a very... I said on Letterboxd that it is like a very satisfying movie in its efficiency. Because it's just like... It's very brief. It basically knocks down everything that it sets up. And I was just like, yeah, they did it. They made like a engaging thriller... Uh, with like, you know, traditionally cool deaths, and uh, it was like a very just like, you know, open and shut case, like easy watch. Had a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, it's eighty five minutes. Yeah. I feel like it could have been maybe seventy five. I feel like Come there's on. a lot of there's a lot of wandering in the woods that like maybe the woods. Add I up mean, to that much. That is the part <laughs> where it sort of slows down the most. Yeah. It's like, they get bit by snakes for the a snake minute stuff there, is so cool. And then like yeah, that doesn't matter at all. Like, like, the snake <laughs> stuff is like you. It, that I agree with you. I was like, you feel at this point like you need to stretch for time for some reason. Uh, I think it's just like. It's sort of just taking an interesting path. Like, they really telegraph where it's like, there's a road that way, but let's go through the woods. And it's like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, it leads to the snake pit, which is just like a cool little set piece. Yeah. Um, Uh, I think first things first, though, we need to address, uh, or need to address the god-awful Wild Bunch logo. (laughs) Sure, okay. I mean, it's not... This is, this is the, like, sparking thing, right? It, yeah, like, starts have... with, like, a, they yeah. draw an outline of a phone, put WB inside of it, and then turn it sideways, and it's, like, Wild Bunch International. Right. I mean, yes, you brought this up earlier today, and I fully agree with you. The The issue that I brought up that I've had for months, if not years, with this logo is why are you trying to call to mind... You're one of the premier theatrical distributors of movies, or sales agents, or whatever it is they are, mm-hmm. uh, and you were calling to mind at the beginning of all of your movies the worst device on which to watch a movie. It seems like yeah. a silly thing to do. I just don't know what marketing person pitched that and why a bunch of executives would have been like, yeah, that's a good idea. Um. Yeah. 
This was just. I did not watch the movie, but I do have thoughts on the wild. It, my, I guess my thoughts are just generally. I, I think European production companies and distributors, they don't have it in terms of logo right. design. That's probably what about accurate. Studio Canal? Studio Canal <laughs> all is music, all those blue lights. <laughs> Studio Canal is like so lame. Studio Canal is such the it's old one. Lame, it's yeah. like such a Windows screensaver ass. Just like there's um. That's the old one. <laughs> I do think it's very lame, but I am kind of fond of the BBC films, like Lottery, like Fingers Crossed sure. uh, logo, if, if, uh, uh, which is just like endearingly, if, endearingly if pass, lame. I if think. Passe, like, just like the wind chimes. That's what it is, right? That's like the sort of it like twists. It's like around. a moment, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So I don't mind that one. That one's all right. With film four, that one is sort of a similar... That's, it, like, goes through a bunch of stuff, yeah, right? That's like, also, it like goes through layers. Okay, I, think, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, um, whereas this movie, yeah. I would say I had a similar reaction to the reaction that I had to opera, but just slightly less strong. Uh, I maybe didn't get on my nerves quite as much as opera occasionally did, but it also, when it excited me, was not exciting me quite as much. Uh, in a way where it did, I can see why if he had made a bunch of shitty movies for the last 15, whatever, hadn't made a movie for a long time, people yeah. would be like, oh, it's nice to have him back. But it did feel to me like, there's some stuff going on here, but this does feel like an old man past his prime making a movie where, like, if you're gonna put your daughter in your horror movie, like, give her a fun death. Adrian Argento, like, doesn't really... She just, like, dies, and it's not really anything. Uh... Yeah. And, and like, the stuff that I do think is cool is, like, more sort of basic stuff than the, like, opera stuff, which, like, feels more unique. Like, here it's just, like, it is a really good score. The anamorphic the score is so cool. Yeah, the score is really good. Yeah. The like anamorphic uh, lens stuff looks cool. Yeah, uh, I like the dog. Always good to have a dog. Sure, he, the dog is good. Yeah, he does do a lot of throat eating at the end, and that's definitely the throat the eating best is kill. so gnarly. Yeah, they really. Yeah, they yeah. Really I mean, he did like, like how he, much throat this guy yeah, has. He, it's, he it's, a, it's an unbelievable amount of throat. One I will really say. Kill <laughs> at the at the the last one. He got that one. <laughs> I killed Cullen. I got him. I killed him dead. <laughs> you really are the Tobias PK. I know what I'm doing, Cullen. Come on. Um, oh, can I say something yeah, dark... about opera really quick? We're sure. sure. Talk sure, a little please. about uh, how dark glasses looks. But uh, I will say that I did. I mean, I just didn't say it earlier because I, I was having internet troubles. But uh, I watched it on Voodoo. And I was like, I think I kind of enjoy watching it in this quality. I feel like I kind of enjoy watching it a little janky. Sure. Like, I imagine it yeah. looks gorgeous if you look like a good restoration of it. But I don't know. Some movies just look nice if you look when they're in, like, a janky format. And I kind of appreciate that. I'll tell you, I've got, I forget who tweeted it, but I do have an essay by Hita Steyerl, uh called In Defense of the Poor Image uh, in the tab on my computer, so maybe we'll have more I mean, on I that think... next week in special presentations. Even the sort of, uh, e- even the, um, the high quality version of opera that I watched, it's still, 
is not it's not like it's rough around the edges, but there's a certain quality to it that I mean, uh, right? Yeah, it's I, like, mean, I think like, it welcomes the, that aesthetic. Yeah, of it's the got sort of the the dubbing thing. I think just lends itself to like yeah, it's sure. like oh, like something's not quite like the, this is not operating at the peak of like how like movies can look and sound like there's like but, a yeah and i mean like, like a scan is... negative of suspiria from the 70s is going to be like so it's going to look a certain type of beautiful that i think even opera at its best sure. won't look that way but will be mm-hmm. to me uh beautiful in its own way mm-hmm. and i think like it, it it is a similar thing um like i i, I it is on tubi i i guess i haven't checked the quality i i if it was better quality i would say like Watch it on Tubi. Like, the ad breaks, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, the ad breaks are fine. Like... Uh, I definitely... Most of the ad breaks, I would I would say I came back and was like, I don't remember what was happening. Are we on it? <laughs> have we moved on from whatever the last thing is? Or do I just yeah. not remember what was happening 30 seconds ago? What are the ads looking like on Tubi? Because on Free Voodoo, it, it, was... Was just, it was just a lot of ads for other Voodoo things. So I got a Belfast oh, ad. No, like five it was, times. no. I, it was like, like cycling through the same ones. There was... Ooh, there was a, the ad I saw the most definitely was an ad... Uh, from Amazon about how good an employer they are. Sure. <laughs> I've been seeing that frequently, I feel like. Yeah. yeah they're, like, I get, doing the watched, PR um, offensive on that front. I watched a horror movie on Tubi a few weeks ago and got a Chili's ad. And I, I said this on Letterboxd, but I forgot I was watching on Tubi, and it popped up and scared the shit out of me. I was like, whoa! And then... Uh, oh, I, like, I right, also... Is, I got a thing, like... Like a 15 second countdown before it would start showing an ad. This was on the Roku app. No, on Voodoo, it would be. I think it would not give you a countdown, but there was like a load between ad and like going back to the Uh movies. You would always get Uh like the load. Yeah, Yeah, it was just like, you can watch Belfast on Voodoo right now if you want to rent it for that. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was one one of the it wasn't very many ad breaks. I think it was like five, but one of them it did the countdown and then just started the movie back. Sure. Yeah. Um, but bark, back to dark glasses. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, on dark glasses, right. the um, the Argento death is an interesting one because it's sort of is she the uh, first one? No, no she is the, the she's Rita. She's the friend oh, or the sure. person who teaches her how to use right, yeah, 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 her yeah, cane and everything. Right. Um, who just that like ends up running through a dark field and falls down a bunch of times. And then she gets yeah. she gets hit uh, by the van in her right. car, yeah. right. and then um, like falls out and is sort of I think she's like injured on her arm when she's running out. Yeah, and then he sort of just beats her to death. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is part of something that I do appreciate about the movie is that. It is almost, you know, people talk about the late style a lot with certain directors, like these old timers who come back. Um, There is something I think interesting about how realistic this is Mm -hmm. and how normal Mm -hmm. uh, everything that happens, even like the snake pit, as I think the wildest part. Uh um, Yeah, obviously, save for like the concept of her going blind through this hemorrhage, but even that I'm sure is rooted. And something that can't happen. Um, they, yeah. like, mention the, like, the effect that it's, like, the guy that it's named after. Right. Um, yeah. But, like, the, the sort of, the brutality of, because uh, it is, like, it, it, the the movie opens 
basically after the eclipse, there's the first kill where right. a sex worker is like leaving a hotel and gets yeah. grabbed from the bush. Right. And is, like, I wasn't clear us. on like, did she? It, did she just also call him stinky? Is that the idea? Is uh, that, I, I wonder because there is the yeah, like thing of that he has like killed sh- like I imagine four or he, five right. other unrelated targets- women. Right, I imagine I he invents some slight for everyone right. who yeah, he's ever been with, whether so. it's like real I mean, it or could just be he like... runs around real stinky, and everyone's always called him stinky, and he knows it's gonna happen. My thought was that he like, I don't know, because he could. In my head, it's just like he's targeting sex workers, right? Because uh, he like says that he found. Um, the main character, like, on some website or something. Um, and he's like, yeah, I, like, called about the ad or whatever. Uh, and then she's like, whoa, what's that smell? Yeah. And he's like, tries to make him take a shower. Right, and maybe that, right. like, really scorned him. Um, but also, I mean, it could just be uh, something else happened with the first one. Um, right. Yeah. Right. But, uh... That was the like, thing I of, like, be- I guess whatever. because... Yeah, he says... But I think my guess was that he was just, like... I guess he does work with dogs. There, yeah, there are all, all the dogs that he like steals dogs. and sells or whatever. Yeah, yeah um, he's like Ben Mendelsohn and killing them softly. Sure, um, but yeah, like uh, the her kill, she's uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, like garroted, garroted, where they like right sort of yeah, hit manner. That in, one, uh, Asian forty seven. That one's gross. Uh, and they like they go out of the way to be like. He doesn't kill her all the way, even though he like slices right. through her neck. Yeah, but then she's like on yeah. the ground, and people she, walk like, up to her, and you she, like, like see the final. Yeah, <laughs> she walks around a little bit with a big old hole in her neck. It's yeah, it's really really gnarly. Um, mm-hmm. But like and in between uh, that, the basically in between the first kill and the last kill, I don't think any of them stuck out to me. Yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, I mean that because, is also that's like know, part of the yeah. um, the the thing of it yeah. being this weird. And you're right that it's like very exercise in realism. Sure, and it's it in is, a way <laughs> it is very late styley. I like I thought of EO a couple of times while yeah. watching it. Just like visually. I mean, speaking of De Palma, I I, I was thinking of Domino a mm-hmm. lot watching mm-hmm. it. Um. Uh. But yeah, and, and um. The other thing that is like pretty surprising about it uh to me at least was the sore the the um the emotional through line which didn't a hundred percent land for me uh, i think the moment at the end is quite nice and i think uh yeah especially the relationship between um we haven't said her name uh Alenia pastorelli plays the main character um who uh and, and her relationship with uh, Ozzy Argento as it um, as she's sort of instructing her how to operate yeah. her cane and like walk down the street and like use the street sign and they're like going through all the motions of it um, I think it's like it's pretty strong and then um, yeah, the moments where it lingers on her relationship with the boy can be hit or miss. Right, I, I mean, ending... that's where I kind of was just like, yeah, alright, you're 82, you can put a cute kid in your horror movie, yeah. sure. But, um... But yeah, I mean, what even, um... Uh, uh... Th- th- there, there's the issue with the, the police that come by, 
Right. Um, where they're like... Because they're looking... Yeah, social services she, is also like looking for the kid at one point. Yeah, because yeah, she takes him from the care of like a church or right. something. Right. I mean, he... he <laughs> she like just goes to see him just to be like... Right. A rough go of it we both got. Yeah. And he at first is mad. Gives him then, a knockoff switch. Right, <laughs> yeah. But then the other kids are maybe being racist and she yells at him yeah. and he's like, actually, I'm going to follow you. Uh, and so then eventually... And he's just like, please don't make me go back. They're going to put me in a shitty group home. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. You can hang out here. Yeah. Um... But, and uh, then Dasha Argento eventually has to be like, your heart's in a great place, but you are putting this kid in terrible danger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the uh, there's also the the kill where um, they get out of the snake pit, they get out of the... Or no, that's pre the snake pit, but they get out of uh, the woods the first time, and... Uh, Oh, no, it is after, because they're all wet, and the guys, they run into this car, and there's these, like, hunters. Right. Uh, and they're like, we've got blankets for you, you can come in. There's, like, uh, they're getting ready, yeah. and then you see this van come up and hit them. And that's another one where, like, the fighting there is really, like, right. messy. They're just, and, like, grappling. And, yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, headbutting them a lot, which yeah. is really crazy. Um, and then there's a bit of fun with him trying to guide... Uh, the the boy uh, trying to guide her gun as she's aiming while blind. Um, yeah. And, like, they just keep missing the guy. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then, like, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, the way that it sets up uh, everything is, like, telegraphed to be, like, yeah, this will just be a thing that pays off where it's, like, we see them put the card in the thing. It's, like, oh, yeah, the kid's gonna take the card and go to her house. Uh, and then it's, like, she puts the other policewoman's card <laughs> in her jacket, and he, the kid finds it right. and reveals the location to the killer. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the dog setting up how it's like, whoa, he attacked yeah. the trainer, uh-huh. like, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, you get the payoff. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just, <laughs> like, uh, you know, 85 minutes, like yeah. you said, uh, quick in and out. And I think it's got, like, it, it's got a decent amount to chew on, I think. Despite its uh, slight package, yeah, um, yeah, and I was really surprised because yeah. I like have been s- mid on some of the other Argento that I've seen. Uh, so I was, and you know, having not heard much good things about yeah. uh, Dracula 3D, which maybe I should go back to now. Dario um, Argento but, uh, made da- uh, Dracula dead and loving it. Yeah, Dracula. I bet it would be worse 3D. than it is now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I uh, there's a lot to like to it. I think. Um, I was just sure if you're into that sort of thing. I guess. Have I had any notes? What did you think, Andy? You haven't really said. Yeah, I was, it was basically the same. I don't. I don't like the POV thing he does. I feel like it's really sure. unmotivated and like doesn't like track a lot. I think he's very poor at like spatial geography. I feel like I never know where the characters are mm. and like where. Like where, like how the space is set up and stuff, and people like people will like just come up from behind someone all the time, like when they're standing in the middle of the room. I'm like, how did they not notice this person or whatever? Which like is fine. You can be bad at that. Yeah, and it is like uh, Um, when you're making a movie on the cheap, maybe blocking is one of the things that things that gets less thought put into it. Yeah, I I feel um, like there's a lot of like panning across 
her house and the, uh, a lot of these rotations. Yeah, the stuff with like that I thought portraying her blindness, I feel like is and her her experience yeah. of the world not being able to see. I feel like there's some stuff that works as far as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is and like it's perhaps it a slightly more impressionistic sense of spatial uh, geometry than yeah. representational. And even trying to like do the thing of putting you in the position of not being able to see, not knowing what is around right. you the way she does, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where she like grabs the lamp and breaks it. To, yeah. And like the guys earlier, the guys right. like. Uh, they're like, there's no lights on. And they're like, she's blind. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's funny. That's stuff always that. a good um, bit. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. bit, the like little bits in this one maybe work better than they do in opera. He's, sure. He's more like, he's his comedy hit rate's gone up a little bit. <laughs> it is funny that I basically have the same take where I'm like, there are things like there there are very very obvious lines to draw between this and opera just with like right, the amount of like, eye stuff sure um, there's eye even stuff. like they're both slashery they sit yeah, they yeah, call yeah. the killer a maniac in both of yeah. them um which is but i but i have the similar take as you right, just there's where news I'm like, reports about him yeah <laughs> where i'm like it's uh similar things that i like in opera just a little less and uh, a little less exciting, but it's just slid up the scale where it's like opera. I think is like ten out of ten, and this is only like seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Whereas I, both of them were in like the five to seven range for me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's yeah, a fine sure. place to be. Yeah. Maybe. Four to six. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's one a.m. Did we mention? Did we mention we're recording this at midnight because of yeah, midnight yeah. Madness? I said I don't we're doing think the midnight did. madness episode. Okay. At it midnight. is. Yeah. We've we... already we've struck midnight central time now. Uh-huh. So it's officially yeah. It's right. Yeah, Colorado yeah, midnight, midnight now too. Midnight. We did. We started um, and points for everyone. Mm-hmm. You beat me to it. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna line yourself up, you can press. You can listen through the. Well, it's a little late to tell you this, but if you were to listen through the cold open and then pause, you could start at midnight and you'd be in line with us. But you've yeah. got to do a lot of rewinding at this point if you Same want to do that. songs like 30 seconds. I'd say start at like oh, uh, yeah. 11.58 uh, and then just the... round up. No, the theme song doesn't doesn't play into that because the theme song's before the cold All open. Right. I will say it is one oh five AM now. So that yeah, is that's how you another sync it. I guess so. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, just the rest. On the recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean unless anyone has other thoughts on either of these movies, it's our final spooky month ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so glad um, to never have to watch a horror movie ever again. What a terrible genre. Yeah. Rest in peace. Come on. Do I, we I, have I, any I will watch general... more Dario Argento movies. Uh, it could happen. I would say it's... I don't know how likely it is that I... Maybe. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know how we feeling about Spooky Month in general. Do we think rousing success of three you know, episodes... No, it was more the first year, wasn't it? The, the first, first year, it was year, like four episodes. We did four or five, for sure. We I think wow. it was a, a, a full month 
Wow. It was, I think it was every it was maybe one, but it was, it was a five-month It was a five-week five month. We did yeah. Del Toro, I remember. We did Del Toro, we did Witches, and we did the Spooktacular. Right, we did the, the Witches episodes. Five. With Meg. And then the Spooktacular. Yeah, yeah, right. The, the, and the, the, yeah, the one that Jesse was late to. <laughs> yeah. Very late. <laughs> late is a very generous yeah. thing. I've listened back I to that episode. It's crazy that we I just... didn't show up and then popped in at the very end. And you were like, do you want to do something? And I was like, no. It was a real crazy thing where it was like, Jesse just, I, I don't remember what it was that you Oh, I was there. just fully um, asleep. Asleep? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it happens to the best of us. But it was like, Jesse was like, I woke up. And Andy was like, should we let her back in? <laughs> like, let her in now? And I was like, I guess so. And then Jesse's like, audibly tired. <laughs> And just like, and Andy goes, "Do you want to say <laughs> final thoughts right. about existence?" Right. And Jesse's like, "I haven't seen it in so long." Right. It's like we just not had right. it. And like Literally, one yeah, of the things I know yeah, about Jesse is that I mean, she's always talking about how much she loves it. It's existence. a great movie. <laughs> I still haven't seen it in a very long time, but it yeah. is excellent. It, um, you know, I think it's still one of our favorite Cronenbergs. But Meg was a lot of fun on that episode. Sure, so yeah. I mean, all yeah, the speaking about that episode, I, I think, are very good. Uh, we did our... And then the next year, we did Kyoshi uh, Kurosawa with right, Jackson. Right. And, uh, I was really bad on that one. I feel like I was really extra grumpy about having to watch And then we did the, uh, the James Wan spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the James Wan, which none of the... Saw was all right. I like two movies Oh, I like The Conjuring. Good. The Conjuring... The, I mean, that, that was my day. It was just they got... You, yeah, you hated the Conjuring, right? Yeah, um, and then you know, so we went three and two, and then one, and I think ending on maybe the most, with the exception of the Conjuring's for sure, or, or the Wands for yeah. sure, I mean, the most saw, uh, real... objectively horror movies. Right. Um, the the killer in um, in opera has some jigsawy vibes. He's got jigsaw. He's got a little, little jigsaw. Like, he'll be like, if you if you close your eyes, you'll shred them. That's yeah, a jigsaw. Like, I, I saw you. <laughs> I kept uh, calling the the director guy strung out Simon Pegg too. He, he he's the guy from or a guy from Chariots of Fire. Uh, um, I don't remember it. his name. And I guess it was based on uh, Argento directing his own version of Macbeth. Uh, that everyone hated. stage, and he was like, I don't know, and then uh, made this movie, which is uh, funny. really funny. But yeah, I mean, well, it's ending off Spooky Month with a bang for sure. Uh, the, the final one ever. Tying the bow, locking the box, opposite breaking the bottle, as I said up top. Uh-huh. Um, the bottle's think, reforming around the yeah. concept of spooky mud. The, the ship is sinking. Where, where, <laughs> yeah. the thing where you put the where you build the the ship inside the bottle so that it can never come out. Yeah. Um, right. Can we please do special presentations? Yeah, I would yeah. like to go to have bed. one to kick us off. I can go first. Since I had I, I had a very nice weekend, uh, so I'll just do the first thing that I did, and maybe the next one will be next week if I don't do anything fun in the middle. Uh, I saw uh, Heroes of the Fourth Turning at the yeah. uh, uh, Studio Theater, I believe. Uh, sure. Very mm-hmm. interesting play, uh, I think. I very kind of naturally skeptical of like I'm gonna have my take on conservatives 
uh, you know, I would be skeptical of it, it coming from any direction. His direction is, uh, I grew up Wyoming with weird hypocritical conservative parents, which is uh, one of many uh, positions I would be skeptical of a person coming from on that issue. Uh, but it, I like the way it draws the distinction of, like, the talking point of, like, oh, it's so hard to be conservative, or the conservatives in America are the real oppressed class, and it, you know, it makes it clear that, like, that is not the case, but there is something very existentially sad about being conservative and just the sort of, like, venues of thought that you are locking out yourself from. Uh, uh, it seems like it really fucks them up. But what can you do? Uh, real pieces of shit. Uh, maybe they'll find God. Uh, recommend that. The, the One of the main actors in it is, like, one of the kids in It and is gonna be in Asteroid City. Uh, and she was good. She, like, is yep. 20. And She's I feel like... She's good. She was in uh, yeah. Sharp Objects, too. The, yeah, yeah, she mm -hmm. is, like, Right, she, I saw she was young Amy Adams. She is, like, 20, and I feel like the character she was playing is supposed to be, like, 30. But I did not yeah. think that until I looked her up and was like, oh, she's, like, a child. Uh, yeah. She did a good job, and I can see, based on the last scene of that play, why a, like, young, up-and-coming Hollywood actor would be like, I'll come to D.C. and be, do this role. Uh, sure. She gets some great business to do at the end. So Very in cool. general, uh, did I you read the um? Did did you read the uh, Alyssa Wilkinson interview with uh, Will Arbery about the play? No, I, I didn't. I remember reading read she had a thing about his new play in her newsletter yeah. several months ago. But no, I haven't. I I will look that up. It's on Vox. She uh, interviewed right. him like around the original time of the play. Sure, cool. Yeah, that. I'm sure it is. Uh, and so, I don't, I mean, I think it's closing right after this episode comes out. But, you know, go to the theater in general is the plug. Yeah. You could go or to Rochester. I was going to say, to read. Yeah. you could go to Rochester and go to the Giva Theater Center. I bet there's something great going on there. Giva, soft G. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Giva yeah, Theater. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's from Genesee Valley is where it derives from. Genesee it's, Valley. So it's a, okay. Like the beer? where we live. Uh, like yes, Jimmy Cream? The, the, the brewery is also in the Genesee okay. Valley, which is this re what mm -hmm. this region is called. Um, um, because of the do you Genesee want me to River. cut that out so no one operas you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm... That's, people know I live in Rochester and that I work at a regional <laughs> theater. They're going to put it together one way or another. All right, like. listen. <laughs> <laughs> Andy could please come buy tickets at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and be if sure you, to tip <laughs> if you buy tickets and tip well you're allowed to offer Andy <laughs> yeah Andy's like tape whatever you want on my eyes I don't give a shit <laughs> I do think our current play which I just saw uh, uh, last night uh, is very strong somewhere by Matthew Lopez now playing Great. at Gita Theater is that your special um, presentation <laughs> No, my special presentation is that the trailer for the holiday movie of the year has finally arrived. A Man Called Otto uh, is coming soon. The trailer's so delightful. I'm so excited to see Tom Hanks be a grumpy old man. 
that's my special presentation. All right, Amelia or Cullen, would you like to go before any of us are able to comment on that? Yeah, uh, I'll recommend, as it is Spooky Month, a horror movie that is on Tubi as well. And uh, I've seen this one on Tubi, and it is a great quality. Uh, It's called Blood Rage. It's a very cheap slasher movie about uh, a, a set of twins who witness their mom. One of them witnesses their mom uh getting physical with someone at a drive-in movie uh so they run out of the car both twins and they see uh, a different couple also you know having sex with each other and one twin kills this couple smears the blood and gives the killing implement to the other twin who's in a state of shock that twin gets sent to a prison and the other twin stays out and the movie takes place uh whatever 15 years later thanksgiving night uh, the twin has escaped <laughs> his asylum and is coming back out. And it's just a masterpiece, I think. It's really, really well acted. One guy plays both twins. Um, I want to make sure I get the actress's name right, because she is famous. Um, uh, Louise Lasser plays the mother of the oh, twins. Yeah. And she's really good in it. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, people... Girls. Uh, yeah, she, people compare her... Uh, performance to uh, Grace and Brisky in uh, Twin Peaks, which I think mm. is a great call. There's a, a bit of a mm-hmm. haunted, broken energy yeah. to everything she does. Um, yeah. And it's just this real, and it's like also, you know, uh, 82 minutes. It's a very uh, entertaining, thrilling, crazy movie that I uh, watched earlier this uh, month and loved a lot. And I would recommend it to anyone who likes horror movies. <laughs> Late career Louise Lasser is really something. That girl's arc yeah. is uh, quite memorable. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. should get into Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. I feel like that would be... <laughs> sure. That feels that, like... How have we not already <laughs> for me? Right. That, that's what, there's so much that's of it. That's what we're going to so come back it. with in a year is the we Mary Hartman, <laughs> Mary Hartman episode where Andy just... Uh, describes every episode of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman does. Yeah, I'll watch all of 30-something. <laughs> and you can have that. Uh, Amelia, um, special presentation. I've been in a spielberg kick. Hell yeah. So, speaking of things I watched on Voodoo, but this thing I did rent, so I get, did get it in good 4K quality. I watched Schindler's List for the first time. Oh. And I enjoyed Schindler's List. Love Ray Fine. Good, good movie. movie. Yeah. What is there to say? Never seen. Yeah, very, very sad. Very <laughs> sad, but also pretty funny. Sure. He makes entertaining movies. Steven Spielberg. He knows. Yeah. You can. You can thread the needle. In my opinion. Thread the needle. I also. Watch like that documentary about his life, and that's fine. It's very just like he did it. Sure. So, but uh, <laughs> he, he <yeah>. sure did. But with that, that. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, if you scare, <laughs> you can do so. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> can I kick it? Uh, 
You can follow us on Letterboxd or Instagram at CIKIPod. You can follow us. You can email us at canikipod at gmail.com. No one's uh, done it You can donate. Send us an email. People, yeah, write I in. mean, we get plenty of emails, but they're not from listeners. Yeah. We yeah. want... Shoot us a question. Yeah, Don't we'll answer a recommendation. Um, yell at us for a bad take. That's certainly well. That one we may or may not take. You gotta. You have to do a good job of defending why we're idiots if you want us to address it. Yeah, you can. You can do it. You can do an all right job. I'm okay with it. I mean, I will. I will make Andy answer it for it no matter what it might just not be on the air if it's not sure credible sure and then if you want to donate us money you can do so at coffee.com slash k-n-i ko-fi.com slash c-a-n-n-e-s-i and if we get one million dollars if we hit that at any point we'll bring back the spooktacular oh Will we bring it back like immediately, like no matter when we get it, or like the next October? Whoever, whoever (laughs) is the person who hits the one million, you get to tell us when we bring it back. Uh, here's where the groundswell support for the spectacular (laughs) comes out, and we're all given this gift. Um, I will you certainly watch more so much crow <laughs> or raven. <laughs> uh, yeah, raven's a good call. Um, but yeah, uh, and then our theme song is by Tree Related, who's on Spotify and SoundCloud at Tree Related. I'm on Twitter and Letterbox at Clatchley C L A T C H L E Y. Andy, uh, Candy T Germ, Candy for Halloween. No, it's just Andy T Germ. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Uh, Amelia? <laughs> uh, I laugh alone on Letterboxd, and I'm laugh alone on Twitter. And then Jesse. I'm at Candy Tea Germ everywhere. <laughs> and with that, I'll release our audience. Bye-bye. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye-bye.